Yo, Barra. What are we talking about this week? New tune, who did? What's good? Yeah, new tune, who did? Let me tell you about the tunes we'll be fucking with. Barra C and it popping with the heavy shit. You got Zach T, musical analysis. We go shit about the albums and we don't stop. But with Charlie XCX sound, I kind of pop. I love it when I hear the sound of the needle drop. Scratch your records and we skipping any small talk. Shit's wild, yo. But not really. It's just two nerds being nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do like you know it, it's, it's it could my, be a hundreds of. Uh, sorry, I was just saying there's a, there's a word for accidentally stealing something that you already that you've already heard, and I can't remember what it was for because oh, yeah, I remember it's, um, it's, that that dickhead it's who literally how jokes. music is made. Oh, I know it is. Yeah, sure. Like I always say, like I know, like go on about Nine Inch Nails, but they have a song called "A uh, Copy of a Copy of a Copy of a Copy," and the chorus is like, "I am a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy." Everything that I've said and done has been said and done before, and it's a, it's just it's just like yeah it's just so unbelievable. Like he, Trent Reznor would tell you himself, he goes, "I just ripped off Bowie for the first ten years yeah, of my career." Yeah. He goes, "It was just compl- it was but a complete rip through off of his Bowie. lived experience and perspective, it's just not recognizable." But to him, yeah, it is because I don't think Bowie was well. Actually, he probably was strong. Bowie was ripping off. A bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bowie himself says he wasn't. He Bowie, but there's a there's a there's plenty of interviews with Bowie. I know I've said this to you before where people call him the most creative, inspirational mind. And he's there going like, I'm not that creative. He goes, I ripped off a lot of shit that other people did way before I did. He didn't yeah. use the word ripped off. But at the same time, but I remember when I was learning about Bowie in college, like uh, like I already loved his music, but like uh, I learned this thing that he used to do this like cut up technique, which like, I mean, where where he would write song songs and at the, when I first heard this, I thought it was like, I was like, oh, that sounds like, oh, that's kind of shit. Like, I didn't, I didn't quite get like how actually genius it is and how like it still takes creativity and art to like, he would cut up newspapers and magazines, words that he would just, he would go to the magazine and whatever just jumped out at him, he would just go cut and cut it out, scatter Ooh. them around in front of him and just shuffle them around and look at it and then write sentences based on those words. And I was like, that's fucking genius. Like, that is so... Like, yes, he's using a, a stimulus to get there, but, like, everything is inspiration. Like, no, that's still... Know, I would... Sure, like, would I, like... Picasso used to do this thing where he would get a photograph and take, a yeah. fo- like, of, of, like a, of something really simple, like a pot, and then he would take, like, six different uh, photographs from different angles, cut them up, and then just put it down glue them down to a piece of paper and then paint that what the what they would arrange like the different wow. all the different fragments and like we were we did this and we did this when i was in still oregon it was a pe- painting technique for cube for cubist painting and i was like this is dumb like why like and but you end up getting these fucking mad things and it's not yeah. it's, you're not really doing anything very new do you know what i mean it's not yeah. something crazy but, but, out there but you are getting something new it's mm. like just because just because you're allowing the universe to kind of have an input in the art, like you're allowing a kind of sense of like roundness and like chance to come in. Yeah, it's still it's still creative. Like, mm-hmm. you know, 
every art that like someone just came up with inspired in a moment comes from something like you know external stimulus it's yeah, not yeah. just generated from inside even though it is but like Sh- should um should we get on with should we get recording here with this episode yeah yeah do you wanna? Yeah, 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 yeah. So from from the very get go, what I will say is with this episode, and by the way, thank you, thank you, Zach, again for for doing these episodes with me. I love doing them, but um, I will try and keep it shorter than the last one. Our month. We have to come up with a title. Hi, good evening, and welcome to. I got, I got one. I got one. It's just called monthly uh, roundup, but it just like I I had to write it down the last and release nah, nah, monthly nah. roundup sounds shite. I, like. I got it. I got it. Like, can I? Can I? Can I? Yeah, give, yeah, yeah, can I on, give yeah, a yeah. spiel at being like gay burn or someone? Yeah, yeah. You can be gay burn. Okay. <laughs> a good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to New Tunes Who Dis with me, your host, Gay Burn, and Barra Carla. Now, Barra, tell me this. I like that painting that you did. Which one? Tell me about that. Which painting? I well, don't know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm riffing. Well, Any of them. <laughs> it, it, it came from a deeply dark and disturbing place. Uh, I was in a horrible mood because my dad hid the re- the remote and just that, it ruined my whole week. So the painting that you see of the bloodied, beaten up face of a man, that's that's where that came from. It was a very emotional week. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> Right, I don't know what that was, <laughs> <laughs> but I promise. I promise. Basically, from from the very get go, we'll try and keep it shorter than the last one because the recording I think last week was last month was three and a half hours. <laughs> I think the more you promise that, the longer it gets. The longer they will get. Uh, so this time we won't be so doing. Just don't promise one. it'll be short. This will be as long as it needs to be. Well, I promise this time I won't be talking about Satan for about forty minutes either. Satanism will be off the cards, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> we'll try. But uh, I'll so, blow the Satan whistle if you get carried yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if I, I have if the I, Satan if whistle I, right here, <laughs> he's just so cool. But um, let me see. I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> okay, so do you want to go for? So basically, this is myself and Zach picking our favorite releases. We're going to pick two releases of this month um, and just basically talk about them for ten or twenty minutes. Zach, do you want to go first? Will I go first? Kind of want you to go first. I don't mind. I don't mind. You kind of want me to go first. Yeah, I'd like you why, to go first. Why is that, Barra? I just want you. To, I just want you to go okay. first. Okay. I think we're gonna have some overlap for the first time uh, this week. First time this. First time doing this series. Uh, see, I kind of wanted you to go first because I also think we're gonna have some overlap. I don't. I. I think we're gonna have overlap on my favorite album, but on my first one, I don't think you're gonna pick it. I don't think you'd have picked it. Okay. I'd be surprised if you actually. I'd be okay. surprised if you've actually listened to it. Because, cause like, if, if we have overlap, if we don't have overlap, this is just a hilarious waste of time. But if we do have overlap, <laughs> right, we, we're not going to talk about it twice. Like, we're not just going to go, and that was this. What? Tell me, Barra, what was it? And then talk about the same oh, one yeah, again. Yeah, like, we'll yeah, just okay, talk about okay. it if it's, if, okay. yeah. Well, I t- I'll tell you my first one then. So maybe you go first. So you, if, if you think your second one is the overlap. Okay. 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 Oh, I got baited into going first. Yeah. Okay, so my first one is by a band called Salt. <laughs> oh. Nine. Have you heard Sick. of it? Sick. Have you listened to it yet? I've listened to their album from last year, but I haven't listened to it. Which is fantastic. Five, wasn't it? There was five and they had two albums last year, five and seven. Mm. But this new album now, um mm. nine. I I didn't I hadn't heard about it before because um I hadn't heard about them at all. And then I read that there was a band releasing an album. That was only going to be available for 99 days. 
And I was like, and then they're going to scrub, they're going to wipe it clean from the internet. It won't be on streaming services, won't be on iTunes. Um, which I was like, that's a really stupid gimmick for a band to have. And the, uh, I was like, the that's album better be, the, I was like, the album better be fucking crazy and amazing. And I was, because I was just like, why would you do such a thing? Why? Um, I still don't actually know Scarcely, why. Man. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a weird idea. I'm now going to listen to it tonight. Well, that's why I picked because, it. Because straight was, after this, because. Yeah, <laughs> it might be gone. But that's why I picked it, because I was like, that's actually, yeah. we have to put it down now, because like, the other albums that we pick are probably not going to be wiped from the internet, um, unless somebody gets unbelievably hard cancelled. But um, no, the, uh, this is, uh, yeah, no, so basically, they're an more or less semi-anonymous band. I think like a lot of the members, like they don't do press. Um, I don't think they play live uh, as far as I know, but the, the, like nobody, I don't really know any of the members that did it. I know Cleo Saul, the jazz singer does, um, does a few get vocals on some, some of the tracks, but I, as far as I'm aware, I don't know any of the people that are on it. I know one of the producers mm. was the guy who produced little Sims's album gray area, which is a, personal favorite of mine yeah, in terms Cleo of British Soul rap. was on Selfish. She, she sang the like hook on Selfish um, oh, by she? Lil Sims off the last album. Oh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Cleo Soul was the... Yeah, and the, the, I don't I know think... anything else about her other than I've just listened to that song a million times. And oh, she's class. Cleo Soul's really Cleo cool. Soul. And then um, I, I can't remember a certain... Michael, what's the guy that won the Mercury Award? Um, and it Michael Kiwanuka. Yeah, he's his producer is the guy that's he produced this album as well. So there's some strong, uh, strong um, kind of people backing behind it. But basically, it's kind of like, a, I don't know how you describe it. It's like an R&B album with funk influences in it. There's some grime influences, like an, some Afrobeat, blues, soul, bit of jazz. It's a very, but it's like, it's a, I find it like it's a very, because it's an album about, I think, problems with growing up and living in London and kind of like the, mm. just the way that the city is and especially, particularly growing up in like, council housing states or the flats um like south london but um it's a very british sounding album uh i thought i think it's pretty cool uh but we'll start off like i said like the second song into it would be the one that i would ask you zach to start up this could easily be a fucking chemical brothers song but like just to sign it kind of gets you into the mood of what the mm-hmm. album of what some of the album sounds like and then what some other albums sound like i say the first one so if you want to listen to uh london gangs would be the, for the song that we start off with. You get the you get the gist. Like it's kind of um, there's a good healthy mix of tons of vibes and uh, tons of vibes in there. Um, I just love the griminess of it. But there's kind of this thing that I've noticed. I saw other say. people talking about it online as well. There's this like playground or kind of child childlike thing going on with the lyrics. Like there was repeated kind of ner- ner- yeah, exactly. Yeah, these nursery rhyme kind of or, stuff or going playground, on. Like like pat a cake, pat a cake. Like mm. this kind of rhythmic. I- and that's kind of seen throughout the whole album. Like even even songs that'll be delving into quite serious subject matter. It's just I, I it's a it, you kind of it's weird. It sometimes takes you out 
because you're kind of there going like you know with your head and like i'll be there smiling going to go no and then you listen to the lyrics you're just like fuck wait this is <laughs> there's something serious about what it's, it reminds me of like do you know the nursery rhyme ring around the ring around the roses like that kind of thing where it's you know yeah. ring it's happy as fuck but when you know the meaning behind it which i think it's the plague i think is ring around the posies um or is it smallpox or something was, that is what that yeah it was it was something about like smallpox wasn't it and like killing yeah. those kids yeah tissue tissue we, we all, all fall, fall down. down yeah um but uh the instrumentation on it as well but like th- so the third song would be the one that has a really funky like r&b driven instrumental and again with these super boppy lyrics and as i was saying you kind of i got t- taken out of it, but the lyrics are like um trap life yeah we trap on these blocks and we don't trust these cops Tell me who's taking shots, shots, shots. I want to be free. Free my fam and my mind because we're locked up inside. Please don't reach for that knife, knife, knife. Like that, And that's repeated over and over. But again, it's repeated in this childlike uh, nursery rhyme kind of way. I'll show, I'll just, but like the, and the instrumentation on it is so happy. Everything is quite lovely about it. I'll just give it a, like a quick snippet. It's going to be, diff- it's, it's going to be very difficult for me to talk about this album in a way because all the songs do sounds different. There's a very different vibe on each and every every one of them. Almost like chapter. see it's got that you can hear the michael kiwanuka like last album production kind of thing coming in like i don't know if that was produced by this that exact song was i, done I think the whole album like, was sort of like it's that very warm vintage like analog sound but like very clean like mm. very well separated and like very well mixed but like it's got a kind of old like maybe they used old gear or like some sort of plug-in but it's got that like fast to the sound if you know what i mean it's funny that you mentioned that because when i yes, actually listened to lovely. it one of, the th- one of the things that i loved about it was that i was like with the production that they have especially on the vocals i don't know on my head i don't know if it's my headphones or just it just maybe in my head i found that there's a very live sense to it like it feels like you're in the room kind of s- the way that it's done um it feels like a live album without the audience it's i the production on it's fucking stellar like and you you can kind of really get the mood much more with the, with the kind of um yeah just that just that room atmosphere i know i'm just repeating myself but that room atmosphere but yeah the production on it's stellar like i thought it was great mm. um and then so like you got trap life that's the third tune then you move into the fourth track which is the song that i actually listened to the, fir- the f- was the first track I listened to when I was looking into the album. It's called Fear. And it's like, uh, it's just this, you know, you know me, I love songs that have a build. So it starts off simple, kind of just normal progression, just building and building, but more kind of ominous and ominous and ominous as it goes on. It's like this kind of really dark, gritty, grungy song. But it just has this guy saying like, um, what is it? Fear, pain. Oh, pain is real. Uh, fear is pain or pain is real. Let me just double check just to be sure. I thought I had. I can't remember what he's saying. Oh, pain is real. Fear is the pain. Yeah, pain is, pain is real. And it just over and over, but it just builds and builds and builds. And then these like, you get these crushing guitars coming in with this, just this, it's just class. It's just everything about it. It's just class. Key, key stuff is great. 
Um, I'm not really too sure what it's about, but one of the things that threw me off completely kilter when I was listening to this, because I was listening to that, I was bopping my head with it on the bus, and then right after it has this 55-minute track called Mike's Story, um, and it's a, it's not even a song. It's it's a, it's a man talking about um, the night that he found out his dad was murdered, and it's so affecting. Like, it's it's Fuck. the way that he describes it is It's just he says that he never... He was in, he met his mom and his mom was crying and he knew it, he was crying because he sees that his mom was crying. And just, it just, like, I didn't, I knew the album was meant to be kind of like of cultural significance and kind of focusing on what mm. London is like um, for these type of people. But like, I did, when that hit me, hit me like a train. It's just, it's a really well executed album and trying to, I think, get across what it's trying to get across. But Again, like they don't do interviews, so it's very hard. It's just, you know, you get, it's not like they yeah, have a fucking mysterious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then you get song like right after um after that, which is bittersweet, um, which is one of the most gorgeous. It was probably the, go- the most gorgeous song off the album, and it has this like lovely choir singing, um, and this woman singing over it. It's lovely, groovy, and it moves into this gorgeous orchestral moment with like strings and this R&B drumming and the, dr- the drumming throughout this album is exceptional by the way like it's it's fantastic but this this orchestral part and it's it just fills you just with such warmth especially coming off that moment of that story but then it does this little like remixy thing with the with the uh, strings and all it's just it's brilliant I can't like I can't Did I can go on 55 minutes 55 seconds. 55 minutes. Second. Oh, 55 minutes second. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean minutes. said 55 minutes. No. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I need to rewind. Like, I know it was like a minute ago, but I didn't want to interrupt you. But I was like, just like in my head, it was like intense, like basically a podcast in the middle of your album. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's and but like it's so it's just the way he describes it is so very real and very like. Oh, you just it's it's really sad. It's um, but but then as I said, it, bittersweet comes right after and bittersweet if you want to listen to um just a lovely lovely I suppose like would you call it a soul song? I don't know. I suppose you suppose you would. And then after that is Alcohol, which is track number 7. Uh Cleo Soul sings on this and it's just this um uh, uh, what's the um Oh, oh, alcohol! What have I done? Is the is the lyric, and that's repeated of her just singing and just. I don't know if you've heard Cleo Soul's voice before, but it is immaculately beautiful. <laughs> but it's this really kind of just yeah. lovely, so just lovely soul song, um, of just. I think it's being like alcohol dependency is would probably be the message of the song, like uh, like how it affects people and yeah, yeah. you know this kind of coming back, come, getting off and coming back to it. But as I said, like the, with the lyrics, the way that they do the childlike playground thing just these the re, re, same kind of like three or four lines repeated i just it just it makes it work much more than singing i don't for, for the way the music drives. is than singing just these you know like like a story almost it kind of drives it home a bit more into your head which i think is what you were just about to say <laughs> yeah it's like I, I remember the album from last year uh it like the it was like the lyrics were quite sparse but like really drove home and it kind of came out i think in the wake of the like the sort of stuff in america with you know george floyd i believe it was around that time i think i mean it's so hard to keep track of all the things like that were happening in the last year but i remember like listening to it and like i listened to it like the the one before and like it was kind of almost too much like i i was really into it i was like cooking listening to it i was walking around i was like 
And then it just kind of like got me down, like not in a bad way, not like it wasn't great music, but I just was like, it, I just had to take a break. And then I haven't really listened to it since. And then I didn't realize that they'd brought out, do you say two albums this year? Or they two brought out two year? albums last year. I think five, I think it was one was called five and one was called seven. And I think they might have, I, wow. I think this might be their first album this year, but um, it won't be around for long. <laughs> what? Well, it's gone in, it's Break gone in the, October. It'll be taken down in October. Up, uh, you talk for the first time in like four years. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah. I'm just, go, I'm just going to buy it. It's, it's, it's on Rough Trade Records. So I'm going to see if I can, if Already. I can get a, get a copy of it before it's all sold out. But um, yeah, I don't really like. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot to say more of it. Track number eight has Lil Sims on it, which is like, I think it has this American woman saying like, "You're from London," which is the song is called "You're from London," and then it's Lil Sims just just spitting crazy bars. But the only th- as she, she always does, is. when does she not like? <laughs> she has to be one of the best um, MCs. I've heard in a long time. Like she's just unbelievable, oh, and the the speed, God. the flow she's, is crazy, and and her storytelling as well. Like yeah, I feel yeah. like I know her. Like e- even though obviously it's music and like who you know it's all art. It's all like it's not necessarily always autobiographical, but like Jesus, like I feel like I I could like sit down for a pint with her and kind of like get her a bit. Even though she would be like, "Who the fuck are you? Please stay away from me. <laughs> uh, mask on, please." And I'm like. Uh, but uh, speaking of Little Sims, she's got a new album coming out in like a few months. But like I haven't actually, I loved the last album so much and the EP that was dropped earlier last year. Last year, Sorry, last I think. Year? Yeah, I think it was uh, last year. Last year, yeah. Uh, and I just have avoided listening to any of the singles from Little Sims' new album because I just want, like the the Alice had got me into Little Sims' the last album. And like, so I got into it maybe like a month after it came out. Yeah. And I just... I want that experience again of just not knowing anything start to finish. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd be the, I, I haven't, I don't Jump think I've in. listened to it either. I, I was obsessed with Grey Area. I thought Grey Area was fucking amazing. Yeah. But um, it was funny. I, after I got Grey Area on vinyl, um, I was watching um, Top, Top Boy with my dad. And there was a girl who came into one of the shots mm. and she's, she's in the third season. I was like, she looks so familiar. Who the hell? She looks so <laughs> familiar. It's Lil Sims. <laughs> She's acting in Top Boys. Well, she stars in the third season of Top Boys. Like, what the fuck? But um, yeah, no. no. And she, she like, it's you know, if if you're a fan of Lil Sims, you would know that just she doesn't really. I don't think she has any really bad bars. She's generally quite just the flow is ridiculous. But on this, they have this weird thing yeah. on it that's that kind of annoys me. The pitch of her voice changes through the song, and I don't know why. Oh constantly but like as a flowy kind of thing i don't know what i don't know what i don't know what the the significant purpose or like artistic purpose experimentation man yeah it was just strange i don't know i haven't i haven't heard it so well yeah Uh, yeah, well well, i'll um do you want to do you want to hear it now (laughs) yeah give us a little blast blast. (laughs) that was a that was a boomy taste (laughs) smoking on that mary jane broke but got ambition we don't care about what we up against Left the party in the state, ain't no thinking twice when you're living life the rebel way. Huh, we don't know LA, we know it's shortage of a ground, but to hold away. Nitty on the corner, wanting something for his veins. I pay him no mind, back on my bike, doing the main road. I ain't putting no money on my Easter card, walking over time of Morrison, saving for a car. Jeffrey on my blower, talking about getting some love, but. 
Anyway, you get the gist. Um, she spits bars and it's sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I love the instrumentation of it. I, I was expecting it to be more dramatic. I was expecting the pitch shift to be more like... No, it's so... Like, oh, it's, no, it's, it's like slow enough that I... Yeah, yeah. It's just... I, I don't like know. That. I don't it's know different. what... It is different. I, I just... I, I remember hearing, I thought it was a bit jarring, but like I've listened to the album through and through tons of times now, so I'm kind of a bit used to it. But um, mm. so then like... Light in your ha- the light in your hands is the closer, and it's just it's a fantastic goal- closer. It's like a proper gospel song with just lovely keys coming in, and then there's an audio sample at the end of a man talking about um, not realizing he has anxiety, and uh, I don't, you can't see this, but Zach is showing his nipples on the on the Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, there will be a LaBelle <laughs> lawsuit against you for defacing my good Christian name. A, a LaBelle lawsuit? Libel? Libel. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer, right? As I'm suing you for LaBelle! To, to go and study law and become a lawyer, I am not one. I've had many, <laughs> many drunken arguments. <sighs> uh, arguments is harsh. Disagreements, we'll say. Disagreements, yes. Amicable uh, disagreements. <laughs> but yeah, no, like... Yeah. Um, I don't re- like, yeah, with the last song, basically, it's just it's just a gorgeous gospel song, but it has another one of these audio bites that just hit home. And it's a it's a it's I think um, plenty of uh, men can understand this one where it's a guy basically um, well anybody can understand this. It's a guy not knowing what anxiety is and going to school every day and just being traumatized about a new problem coming up or a new thing coming up and just having this unrenting feeling and he's talking about it when he gets older he realized that that's what it was it was anxiety and it's just it's oh, again you just mean perf- you mean me yeah well i mean like anybody <laughs> but i mean like it's just profoundly anybody yeah, yeah, yeah it's profoundly affecting like because like i remember like you know when i was like 19 or 20 and started like hitting i would be quite i thought myself quite a happy-go-lucky people and the person then suddenly you're down and you're just like wait why am i down and it's just like what is this and it's like oh you're just mm. You get you can get overcome with stuff and that's fine. It's but you just have to realize that's mm. what it is. But uh, I just think it's a, I think it's a fantastic album. And I I know I'm not, and unfortunately I'm not uh. m- more musically inclined to be able to explain every single thing that's going on. But I would just highly recommend listening to it. It's just class. It's a really really cool. Just um, well, speaking as the resident music theory uh, mm. guy, I'll tell you that they every single note in every song has been a B sharp. What? For real? I think. My pitch isn't perfect. I think it's either a B sharp or an E sharp. Every note has been just two notes. Why would that Why would that be? Oh, it's just to just the simplicity. <laughs> oh, you're no, fucking pulling my leg. God shy. damn it. That's, that's, that's how fucking shit my music taste is. I was like listening to you going, oh my God, really? You know, why? Music taste, man. You know, no, not music, not music, music taste. Music, There's music so theory. many people... <laughs> Music, th- knowing music theory asshole. does not music taste, <laughs> right? Knowing music theory does yeah. not music taste make, right? There's like, <laughs> all you have to do is like look up like a couple of like videos on YouTube and like guys who like know all their theory and like, this is for my taste anyway, I don't mm. know. But like then they'll play an example of like, here's a little piece I made. And it's like, oh, it's so bad. It's like immaculately produced and like clever chords. But just, just for me, it's just like, nah. Yeah, There's I know so much mean. of that. Like, it's like, it's like, um, what is it? Um, I had I had a little chat with somebody the other night and they were showing me a Gent song, like Gent, the type of metal, you know, that really mm. fast, like yeah, irregular yeah. time signatures, irregular yeah, time yeah. signatures. But all the, all the fucking guitars sound squeaky clean. 
the bass sounds squeaky clean. There's no chugginess to it. And all the vocals are that high-pitched, mm. auto-tuned vocal. And I would play like Sepultura or something after. And he goes, this is fucking shit. And I was just like, I think Gent is shit. because just be, And he's like, but it's so technically impressive. I was like, just because they're chucking yeah, yeah. in a ton of notes does not make it a better, in, in my opinion, a better song. Just because you're going like... Yeah. Depends. You're just like, okay. It depends. It does depend. I, like, I wouldn't rule out... No, I wouldn't, wouldn't rule out all of Gent. Gent I wouldn't rule like, out... Yeah. You know, it's just yeah, not yeah. for me. It's not for me, I've but I... a couple the, songs I think that were kind of cool. Well, yeah. but Sugar are fucking cool as shit, and they're, I suppose they're technically a Gent yeah. band, if you want to get into pedantics about genres. But anyway, uh, it's your turn. <laughs> We're done with my okay, review. Okay, uh, first I'd like to just give a special shout out to uh, to Lil Nug and Squeezy Tugs. You know who you are, especially you, Lil Nug. And uh, that's all I'd like to say on that matter. Um, Everybody's so going to get that pick, reference. Um, this was tough. <laughs> I very much changed. Uh, no, no, everyone knows Squeezy Tugs. Lil Nugs only knows who Lil Nugs is. Um, <laughs> li- no, Lil Nug. Um, and um, so my pick was actually very tough. I was, this up until, uh, I was so well prepared. I was deciding this up until the bus home, listening through things and trying to assess which I'd talk about or which I'd even have things to talk about. But I went with something that I don't think you'll really know. I'd be surprised. Oh. Um, so I've gone <laughs> for <laughs> <laughs> Japanese breakfast. Jubilee. Oh, <laughs> that's my number one pick. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I am obsessed with this album, but uh, I'll, let, I'll let you talk so... about it and then I'll give you my notes afterwards. It's so good. Okay, it's so, so for good. For anyone who doesn't know, um, Japanese Breakfast is like the project slash sort of band of like Michelle Zanye, I think her name is. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um and like her, I knew her like earlier stuff, KXP sessions, and listened to her like albums like Soft Sounds from Another Planet or something I think it was called, and it was more like shoegazy, dreamy indie pop stuff, not not like like that pop, but like you know it was kind of catch like you know your sort of like indie s- s- cool stuff, you know what I mean? Um, dreamy, atmospheric, um really tight live set on KXP it's well worth the watch really good and then yeah this is her new album which I feel like this album is just like it's just start to finish like a master class of like pop music like not like pop as in not um pop like what's modern pop now you know like Billie Eilish is like pushing the boundaries or like Charlie or whatever that stuff just like classic like David Bowie, like, I am a pop, like, I write songs that are popular, even though David Bowie not always doing that, but you know what I mean, your Elton Johns, your whatever, like, Queen and all that, like, just classic pop canon, I'm not even that into Elton John or Queen, but that sort of stuff, it's just such cool songwriting, start to finish, like, every time I listen to this, every song, I'm sure you have a similar thing, it's like, the first song comes on, I'm like, oh my god, this song, it's so like, it's like a marching band. It's got a kind of Kate Bush thing Paprika, going on with yeah, the like vocals kind of high. Paprika, it's so like happy and like gleeful, and it sounds like you're like spinning around in a field. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you're just. Well, like, it sets, oh, I think, funny. and it's, I think it sets uh, the stage perfectly as well for what the album totally, is going to be. Yeah, like. yeah. 
and it's it's so like it's kind of like got that sort of like you know Beach Boys pet sounds like it's like load of things kind of happening and like beautifully working together then it's just like it starts getting all 80s into like Beach um, which is just like a slick like cool di- disco-y kind of 80s sounding song again just the songwriting like the lyrics I, I haven't spent enough time with it to fully dive into the lyrics some of them stand out to me more than others but like the way she sings is kind of slightly at times unassuming it's like yeah uh, I, I guess it's just like I feel like it's a very hard album like let's let's put it this way I'm not going to say this is going to be everybody's favourite album just in general but I would say that, like, it would be tough to find someone who didn't kind of listen to this and not find one song that they were like fuck that's a good fuck song yeah, yeah. like Every song is is amazing. There's not one song that's like a low point. And even like I listened to it this morning, like when I was kind of figuring out like what I was going to talk about because I'm so well prepared. Um, and I was <laughs> listening to I was and it got to the la- like every song on the way into work. It was like, you know, seven in the morning. I was like sleepy. I'd been I had like very little sleep and everything was f- making me so happy and like just sounded so nice. And then the last song, I got to the last one, I was like, oh yeah, maybe this is the slump. Like maybe this is the one that's like not as good. And then I was like, no, the last song is absolutely breathtaking. Um, it starts off kind of slow and I kind of forgotten it. And it ends with this like amazing, like kind of Neil Young guitar solo. Where it's not a technically solo, but like every note really like hits you and like feels like like it's like an extension of the person singing. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it goes a lot. Um, with very little song, uh, Kokomo, Indianapolis, I think is the state. Kokomo, I N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah. But it's just, it's just such a gorgeous song about like longing after someone, like someone who's far away from you. I, I guess that's what the title is in reference to, Mm. or something. But like, it's just so simple. But it's not like it's just so pure, simple, and the chorus is just so. Like the first time I heard it, maybe it is ripping off another song, but it just felt like it felt like home. I felt like, oh, I know this, but it totally matches the vibe of the song, like singing about someone who is home to you, even though they're far away. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other one, like, Tactics, again, it's another kind of, like, sort of love song. Like, the lyrics do vary in, like, theme. And, like, um, again, another one I'm going to quickly mention is, like, uh, Posing in Bondage, which I just... Oh, my God. Like, the first word that that was the song Brilliant that stuck song. with me because I was, like, the, the lyrical idea, like, it sounds so vulnerable. Like, it's such a vulnerable image, Posing in Bondage. It's Even one of my favorite lyrics song, in the song. No, in the album, sorry. Pose, yeah. that's just that, that image of it, yeah. But, like, it doesn't even... It doesn't even seem to be relating it in, like, a sexual way at all. It's more like... It's like bondage being, like, you know, like, I'm committed to you, like, you know? Well, I'm like, I thought I'm like it was more kind of the, you, like, yeah, the, yeah, the um, slave aspect of bondage rather than not the BDSM aspect of it, the actual kind of, like, to be bound and kind of tied to something rather than 
I don't. Th- I don't think it's a sexual thing at all. I genuinely, I genuinely think it's that kind of, uh, no, that kind of but like, it, trapped but it, but it is, sense. Like of it. it is, and it is. Yeah, yeah. Like she wouldn't have written the song if it wasn't like playing off the idea of like bondage is like very like personal thing people you know may or may not do. But the idea of like that she's waiting at home drunk for her person to come home to find her there posing in bondage is like that's like that's such a like weird angle of the song. Like I'm waiting here for you. It's just amazing. I'm yeah, it's, it's brilliant. But it's I say it's not. It's not like in a. It's not in an explicit way. Like the most explicit thing is the name of the song, and the rest of it is quite like just like kind of a love song. It's quite. It's not that much said. And um, like the song Slide Tackle has some like incredible guitar playing that like is so like not the focus of the song, but like it's in like the right ear, and it's just like doing these incredible little, like tasty funk runs while doing like disco chords. It's like. Can't get enough of this, like, and then even like the the song "Savage Good Boy" is like a kind of upbeat number, but like I think it's like I don't know. It's like "Savage Good Boy" is it's a kind of taking the piss. It seems brilliant to be like song. kind of taking the piss out of like the sort of like billionaire mentality, like you're sort of Jeff Bezos's or something. Like it's like I want to make more money until there's no more to be made, and we'll be so wealthy I'll be absolved from questioning. That all my bad behavior was just a necessary strain. They're the stakes in a race to win. I've got a five-year plan. I've got a pension and six condos. A billion-dollar bunker for two. It's just like... Again, the way she sings, it's not really at the forefront. It's not like idols where it's like, the fucking words. It's like, it's very much like... They're there to discover. They're not Mm. there as like, this is the message of the song. Like, um... Oh, it's just... She's amazing. I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a mass like this album. It's one of those albums where, like, you know, I liked her last album, but now I'm, a, now I'm a huge fan. I'd be buying tickets to the show, you know, t-shirt. I, I'm, I'm in. I love it. Well, well, when yeah, I pick, yeah. I, when I pick this up, I know you want to talk about it now. Yeah, well, I'm not. I like. Well, if we can't talk. We could honestly. I could do a whole episode on this album by itself. Um, cause I, Wait, let's I, do it. I genuinely what do you got one more album to talk about. Yeah, we do actually. I genuinely think this might be my album of the year and I know it's Go very it. early. It's just, oh. I, I've, I've, I fucked with it on such a personal level. I was blown away by it. Cause, um, I don't know. I just like this, the second I came home and put it on, um, cause I got, I bought it on vinyl off yourself, obviously from Tire Records in Dublin, which had a class selection, but, uh, that was, mm. I was just, um, I yeah, I just loved it, and I I funny enough didn't hear about it. I had no idea who Japanese Breakfast were. I heard about it based on her book Crying in H Mart, because everybody was talking about this memoir by this musician, and I was just like, I've read so many shitty autobiographies by musicians recently, um, which is basically just them fucking talking about how great they are. So I was like, I want to get a proper decent, mm. um, you know, heartfelt thing. And then there was Crying in H Mart, and it was like by Japanese Breakfast. And then I was like, who the hell are Japanese Breakfast? And then she was premiering a song on E3. She's doing a soundtrack for a video game. And I think she's, I think mm. Crying in H Mart is going to be made into a film now as well, the memoir, and she's going to be really? soundtracking it. Yeah, I think it's already now. It's going to be. But this album was meant to come out last year in September. It was meant to come out in 2020 Hurry. September. Yeah, it, it was delayed so much. I think, I think she couldn't get a publisher to publish it. But um, it's just such a great album. And like, when she she said that she made her previous two albums were all about depression and grief because I know her mum died, but um this album was she said after spending the last five years writing about grief, I want our follow up to be about joy. So this whole album is meant to be oh. about joy, and it's such a perfect kind of 
um celebration of it but it's still very dark but like as you said like there's some very dark moments on it but it's it's beautiful but as you said about her vocals i don't think the vocals are the selling point of it at all like the musicianship for sure but i think how she writes her lyrics um so kind of like ton in cheek sometimes humor is re- is really well done yeah and her um her ability like to convey like posing in bondages again as i said is an amazing line but there's something like, like even like sliding tackle, slide tackle. Sorry, which is which was which was my favorite song off the album until I heard Hell. But um, like slide tackle is like a proper fucking bop. Like it is a pop banger song that like you could easily do. Like it's just a it's a pop banger. But the lyrics are, I want to be good. I want to navigate this hate in my heart. Somewhere better, I want to feel it. But with the feel, there's an ache I meet to desire living. Don't mind me while tack- I'm, wh- while I'm tackling this void. Slight tackle my mind. The weight feels like I'm wrestling with my head, obsessing in the dark. And these, and then the horns and guitars come in just right after. But like that's that's fucking dark. <laughs> Horns are insane it, on tight slide slide tackle, but that's like a fu- that's that's some dark personal shit. Um, but you you don't know it when you're listening to it because it's just so the, everything about it's just such a beautiful pop song. It's done so it's just so yeah. well, and then like posing there's, a bondage. There's a really lovely. I was gonna say there's a really lovely like performance she does of tactics the second last track, which is just again I'm just obsessed with. I say I'm obsessed with like literally every song. Like it's ve- it's you know albums you like you listen to them and then you're like favorites change. Mm. But like this album's like no, no no every time I listen to it like every time the song the next song comes on like no no this is my favorite like it's, <laughs> it's just but there's a lovely performance where she's uh, she's like playing and she's her husband is her guitar it's player and yeah, I yeah. think I think co-producer I think like like they're kind of working together like on the songs I think I assume. Uh, it just would make sense, I guess, in the household. Like, yeah. you know, if they're both musicals, <laughs> I imagine, and they sound like they're madly in love with each other. Um, but, like, she's, like, looking at him. And the song is, like, kind of, like, about, like, having to, like, send yourself away from someone like, kind of, like, they're not good for you or something, like, along those lines. Like, you have to put distance between you, like, tactically or whatever um, is kind of the thing, the general overview. But, like, she's just, like, looking at him while she's singing it. And it's just so sweet to see, like... You never get to see that side, really, of a musician where, like, the thing they're singing, you see the direct, like, the inspiration, like, in her face. Like, you see the look that she has at this guy. It's just, it's just enough. It's not, like, overly, like, she's not, like, you know, glaring at him. It's just, like, a little smile, a little, oh, it's it's just so hard. I have to watch it. What's, sorry, what's it on? It's on, like, just look up tactics live. It's like a, it's like a studio session. She does a great cover of Dreams, actually. By the Cranberries. Uh, no, oh, by Fleetwood Mac? No, by the Cranberries. It's a really, really good cover. Now, it does sound just like the Cranberries song, but it, it's a good cover. But, uh, yeah, like, like as I said, like, Posing in Bondage, I love the 
electronic and keys this comes in on posing a bondage and the way they kind of get louder and more intense to add that emotional weight at the very the set the latter half of the song um and then uh i'm trying to think oh yeah in hell was one song uh i think it's the third last song on the album and i bawled my eyes out when i heard that for the first time (laughs) it's so beautiful it's so lovely like those those uh those lyrics um with my luck, you'll be dead within a year. And this is where her kind of like ton and cheekness kind of comes in, like that, even that line. And then like, I've come to expect it. There's nothing left to fear. At least there's there's that face to face and at my hands. I snowed you with hydro, hydro, hydrocodone, I think is what's called, which I think is, I, as I, I looked it up, it's a drug for prolonged pain is what that drug, it's what that drug oh. is. And then, so, and then um Layer by layer till you disappear, and then this is the this is the line that I was like, oh my god, which is hell is finding someone to love, and I can't have you. Mm-hmm. Um, hell is finding someone to love, and I can't see you again. And I was like, that is beautiful. <laughs> it's like a- I don't know if it was written like you know pre-COVID or whatever, but like you know a lot of the themes of the album of like the difference between like lovers and stuff is like so relevant right now, mm. but not in an overbearing way, like in a timeless way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not a very a, real a, way. A shy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like that, like as you said, like the 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 fa- I was I was watching her interview. She does a great interview with Anthony Fantano. Um, uh, the needle drop she, uh, an hour long interview with them and was quite interesting he's a weird interviewer by the way he kind of asks a question and she'll make a point really? and then he doesn't really comment on it afterwards it's very strange he just finishes like hmm anyway oh. uh, it was but she was brilliant on it but um, posing with cars that, that tie, like really ties the whole album together um, mm, don't know why I said a dude big Lebowski comment yeah it's the very last track but like those that big like all that like the the sense of like crashing guitars at the end like the whole sense of grandeur of all those instrumentation supposedly that came out of because she doesn't have that much guitar on this album and she would very much a lot of guitars on the other album so she just threw in a fucking like she's like fuck it i'll put in a three minute guitar solo at the end of the, at the end of the album <laughs> and she yeah. goes for fans of people who say there's not enough guitar and it's like yeah you can't just say that you just chuck something in just because, and then it sounds class. It's like you can't be this talented. Go away. <laughs> it, it, it pure, it pure reminds me of like, like I love that as well. That like the album is like poppy, but it it's not afraid to like just go off and like explore like, you know, like styles and like jams or like like little things that are like of of like you know more rock or alternative rock things like that guitar solo. It's so simple, mm. but so it's it's like you know it's not showing off it's just perfectly like represents the the emotion of the song yeah, it's yeah. like neil like neil young soloing is like that where it's like guy can't play guitar for shit obviously he can't but like you know his solo is like it's like you know <laughs> two notes but like they're just the right notes right amount you know? yeah 
But yeah, like I don't, uh, I don't really have anything to say other than the album hit me at a very like I I I hit me at a very personal thing. It makes me feel so happy listening to it, and uh, it's it, I genuinely think it'll probably be my favorite album of the year. And I just even just the I've, cover as well, cover as well is brilliant. But he, I just I love the cover. It's yeah. What what is it? What is it? Is it Satsuma or something? Is it that she has in her hand? What the hell is it? Or is it like they a, look like. Like they look like tomatoes, oranges, like like orange, like like orange tomatoes or it's something. Bizarre, know, it's a bizarre cover, but it's great. Um, or like pumpkins or something. They're they're like the size, as you say, of oranges. I don't know. No, what are they? They're what are those things? You satsuma. No. That's, that's a satsuma is what I said it was. But um, I even and I like again like with the lyrics. The what the last one says is like. I feel like you could. I her lyrics are done so well and so personal that you feel like I get to know her, and I cannot wait to read uh crying in h mart my copy arrives in august um mm-hmm. it's meant to be it's meant to be amazing um but i'll be in gorgeous august. In, in august yeah it's well because i i ordered the hardback and the hardback will be in print in august oh, okay um but uh i'm gonna spoil it for you i'm gonna get there i'm gonna go walk into the bookshop tomorrow and, uh, <laughs> she marries she marries thing. her guitarist haha <laughs> <laughs> her mom died <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus but um no, I just think I just think it's amazing. I really do think it's amazing. Um, mm. And yeah, there's not there's not a, there's not a bad song on it. Not like there's not even not even not a bad song. There's not a song that doesn't match the song before it in quality and like you know and and also they're not all the same. Like they're all totally different songs. Even even the upbeat songs like don't she doesn't rely on the same kind of feel for any two songs. Yeah. Even though they're like you know there might be like three kind of funky discoy kind of songs, they all sound totally different. You listen to them once and like maybe it takes two listens. They're not like they're not trying to be catchy. They're not like well they obviously are, but like they're not like trying to be like you know earworm things like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah fucking promiscuous girl. Why is that in my head? That was the first thing I thought of of a catchy oh, song. Now it's Wherever my head. you are, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but even even like even like in hell that like that. That little mm. bit, it's just like it's it's yeah, it's just beautiful. Like, actually, here's a question What's your favorite song off it? Or your most played? <sighs> most played would be a fairer question. I think technically my most played is Tactics because I've watched the like live video like twice because I would just it's just such a good performance and it's so like special. And um, yeah, I think I mean, I, I think Kokomo. Indianapolis is just like it's the kind of song like y- you like it's like it could be like for me like a Wonderwall kind of thing I just want to pick up and like sing it on a guitar it's just so simple it it sounds like it's been done a million times but it doesn't at the same time you I know no, I know I know, very, you, I know exactly what you mean it's a strange title though I'd love to know the I'd love to know the meaning behind the title because there's a there's a there's a Beach Boy song titled that as well Oh really? Yeah. yeah, I'm assuming it's. I'd say it's just like I. My guess would be that like, like a friend, her or a lover, boyfriend, or, or maybe like just or a friend was like there and she was writing it from the perspective of like if her like you know husband was uh like there you know what I mean yeah, like yeah far yeah. away or it could you, just yeah. be about a friend but just you know like it it's it feels like it's a romantic song but like from the music and the arrangement but it could be about just like I don't think it's anything like you know I'm gonna ride the hole off you or anything like it's just it's just a lovely song about missing someone yeah 
But uh, do we have any? I don't really yeah. have much to say of it. Like I've gone through all my notes. I'm trying to think of more. But um, I think everyone should listen to it. Like everybody should listen I, to I, it. Yeah, I, I, and I I've sh- confidently like. You know, not everyone should listen to Black Midi. Not everyone should listen to the other albums I've ever talked about. In fact, most of them I could say, like, yeah, like 90% of people will not give a shit. But I think this album... And as well, uh, one thing I would say, when I put it on... I first heard it in work. I put on the CD because I was curious to hear it. And, like, it's a handy way to listen to stuff. But sometimes it doesn't do justice. And it was only when I came home and, like, put it on my... Like, just played it off my speakers at home that it really hit me as well. All the, like... Because when you listen to it, like half listening maybe at a low volume or like in work over the PA I couldn't fully hear all the like instruments and the detail and yeah. the, like um, like the lovely parts and stuff it was just like this is kind of a nice sort of songwriter pop thing but then the more you listen like you just there's all these little nuggets that are just scattered through it they're oh, I completely agree with you like amazing. even um like posing and bondage that that last electronic part where it it kind of gets a bit mm. more kind of rougher that it's not as it doesn't sound as clean and it kind of gets more pulsy like um that on my spe- that song kind of reminded me most go on oh, was, oh sorry go no on. no go on oh i was gonna say that one reminds me the most of her older stuff like the the album before i like see i haven't listened to gazy i haven't listened to her older stuff so i'll be interested to i haven't listened to i've just been obsessed with this i've been like hooked on this like, yeah but um, that on my sound system now, and I've was fortunate enough to spend a, a, a bit of money on the records record, so it's a good record player. But it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, you need that kind of like boomingness of you don't. I don't get the vibes I'd get when I'm listening to it on Spotify as I do listening to it on 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 the record player. But it's um, it's it's a, crazy actually. Tangent, tangent to fill time <laughs> as if we need to do that. Um, <laughs> is that like because in work I've I've like hooked up uh, for the first time in the shop that we can have Spotify throughout the shop floor. Oh, right? nice! And uh, and so like we've been always using CDs and stuff on CD, and you know like CD like it's funny because like I think for our generation like CDs I don't know about you but like well you know you were into CDs listening to them at home on your speakers. Oh, I was like, obsessed with I listening got into to CDs. Parenting, yeah. and, like, iPods sound like crap, man. I don't know. Well, I have an iPod <laughs> Nano and I listened to it again recently. Oh my god. They sounded god. shite. They did sound like, shite. Even the songs that I'd bought I had a couple of songs that I'd bought on iTunes and like technically iTunes was like close to like near CD quality or whatever like they you know well, they, they claimed had it was. this whole thing of like they I remember well, yeah, but there was a thing where they like read they like changed the thing and they said We've got this new quality files you download, and uh, it was a whole thing. Just like for all you fucking Gen Zers or whatever, because <laughs> talking about shut up, iPod, none of iTunes that came through files, on your mic. By fuck the way. is that? Like Apple? <laughs> what is iTunes? Like iTunes doesn't exist anymore. It's Apple Music. Like doesn't now the app is just called Music on the computer. It's not called iTunes. Yeah, and kids will never know um, if you if you wanted to get a new but, single, you didn't have to pay for it. You had to go on this thing called LimeWire, yeah. and sometimes you would download a song that yeah. was the song, and sometimes what you would get was it happened to me a few times where it was just audio of porn, which was uh, which was great. <laughs> <laughs> or there was like there was like I would try probably and d- better probably better probably better than some of the stuff people were listening to like or that I was listening to. Oh, when here, I was look, do you know 12, I was like- I was I was going through some of the shit that I listened to when I was younger because I've I've been collecting CDs since I was 11. So I have like a timeline yeah. of all the stuff I listened to and there's some really really bad stuff there. Like really bad stuff. But um, the other one was like if you same for instance if you're going to down if you're trying to download a film, which obviously don't do that. It's illegal. 
But um, yeah. when I did it when I was 14, we got a lot you of... Wouldn't, we, Dan, we, you, you wouldn't, Dan. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't shoot <laughs> a man in the face. So why would you download a film? <laughs> but... Because um, it's free. We, I was downloading, like, I think it was like The Crow or something like that. And I, again... I just got porn. It just, it happened every time. <laughs> and it was always really nasty porn as well. We have gone off on a complete tangent. I'm not going to talk about the porn that I got off LimeWire. Uh, <laughs> 14 years of age. Anyway, uh, a separate podcast. That's for, that's a different story. We'll have an internet, uh, we'll have an, a cyber guy on to talk about the dangers of downloading porn off LimeWire. I've downloaded movies off LimeWire and getting porn. Anyway, doesn't Hugo, matter. Hugo, Hugo, get here. Hugo wants to talk cyber security. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were getting me on to talk. He could be an expert. It was so funny getting him on under the illusion that we're talking about like his Twitch channel or something like that. And he's like, wait, what the fuck? Cybersecurity. Yeah, or like Pokemon or cards. Pokemon or Pokemon cards or something, or something yeah. <laughs> Squeezy Tugs, give him a follow on Who Twitch. Who art thou is number two in cybersecurity <laughs> podcasts because there's only fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so we have one more album to talk about. Can I take a guess of what it yeah. is? I'm gonna go get a can. Yeah, and work leave away. You on the suspense. Okay, okay. But I'm gonna give a little preamble before you guess. Okay, okay. Was that Enya? Good evening. <laughs> uh, close. It was <laughs> Lord, Lord of the Lord Rings. Rings. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. The Hobbits. Yeah. It was a lovely song. Or I can do a... Rocky Road to Dublin. Yeah, I, I just, I knew, I knew, I fucking, I, could, I literally can picture being in a pub in Temple Bar and fucking singing that song, but I couldn't yeah. remember what it was. Funny enough, I, I've not been able to play the whistle, like, I know it wasn't great, but <laughs> I've not been able to play it that good, and what is it, how many cans? One and, like, four-fifths of a can uh, is the per- optimum whistle, so maybe that's, maybe they're on something, maybe that's why they go in the pub, they play in the pub so much, it's not because they like drink, it's because it's the best place to play the whistle. I think you're onto something. I think you just had a breakthroup. <laughs> I think I'm going to become an alcoholic <laughs> and world-class whistler. Do you know the amount of the amount of um, podcasts that I've recorded where you can hear me opening a can in the audio is just like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, we'll move on to the final album. Jeez, we're flying through. We, we're under. We're under two hours at this point. <laughs> oh, amazing! Uh, amazing. <laughs> Um, it's about 10 minutes you can cut in the middle there or whatever of me running away yeah yeah Um, so my album what was I going to even say to you Um, the other album mm-hmm. Japanese Breakfast was seriously in the running to be like again I don't know I can't I can't say something's my album of the year I can't like say that until it's the end of the year because like I'm, I'm holding out for Frank <laughs> like Frank Ocean is Frank Ocean releasing an album uh, this year I mean, he's fucking he's teasing, well. Like, he's been he's overdue t- even by his standards, yeah, yeah, right? Because yeah. Channel, Channel Orange was 2012. 
Then Blonde was four years later, which was 2016. So he's over four years, five years. And he released like two, three songs last year, which like were okay. Like they were good. I'd like them, but like not nearly to the... I, they, I don't think they were album tracks, I yeah, don't yeah, think. Yeah. I think they were just kind of like little things he made oh, for fun. I, I fucking like, loved Channel Orange. Um, loved Channel Orange. Oh, that man, Blonde as well, though. I've right? never listened to Blonde, believe it or not. Never listened to it right from start to finish. <laughs> What? From start to finish. From start to finish. Oh, if you want, I've never listened to it. I actually should listen. I'm go- I'll begin. I'll begin the bus after we finish recording this, and I'll probably listen to it on the way in. But um, nice. Um, yeah, it's 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 a real fucking doozy. Yeah, it, there's like bearing in mind, it's very minimal. It's not. So it's not like funk. It's not. It's very much like. I don't want to say like a wanker. Uh, like. You know textures of guitars, yeah. like as in like a guitar strumming, and like it might just be a guitar and a vocal. You know what I mean? But is but it- the songwriting and like the lyrics and the performance, the vocals are just there was, oh, it's so good. There was one it's song that we place. listened to that was beautiful. Even though it's a very sad, place. and it was him talking about, I think it was a kid that was shot by police, and he calls him like his his buddy uh, Nikes. Yeah. That's a brilliant. R. P. Trayvon. Yeah, 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 well, like, yeah. That song's not just about that. Oh, I know, but, like, but that's 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 what, that's R. what R. I Trayvon. that's what I remember about it. Yeah, that little that little part of it. But um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. got a little cousin, little mermaid. <laughs> yeah, so good. So uh, okay, go so your final your final uh, the final album of the of the, of the show. Can I sign it to you? Can you sign it the to the title? You? Okay, well, it's not going to be very yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. great on, on a I've been audio some classes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah you yeah, can. Okay, yeah. sign it to you me. Describe yeah. what I'm doing. You, you. Okay, no, you're going to say what I'm doing. Okay? okay, right, and then that way it'll work. You know what I mean? Okay, because you'll be the audio. Mm. Okay. F- who? Phone. What am I doing? Phone. Call. Call me. Call you. Call Zach. I already know what it is. It's call me if you lo- say it then. Call me if you get lost. Call me if you get lost, baby. <laughs> oh, this man. is why I didn't. This oh, we didn't play any Japanese breakfast. Yeah, we do. Oh, we'll have to sneak. We'll, um, we'll sneak because we in. both just know the album inside <laughs> out. Like, <laughs> it's just like we both are just like we both know exactly. Like well, I'll put you're th- like the horns. I'm like the motherfucking horns. <laughs> like I'll have to just. I literally you- made a note in my head today listening to the album. I was like. Those horns are amazing. <laughs> I was like, those horns are special. But do you, like, know, do you know, it's going to be funny actually doing it because in the last episode, like normally when we do it, I show you a song, you show me a song, and then you get to hear our reaction. Yeah, and it's I, stuff that we both don't really no, know. No, we don't know. So I'm going to have to basically, it'd be the same with Tired of the Crater because I really liked the Tired of the Crater album. I just, I, I, um, I knew you were going to talk about it and I kind of knew you were going to talk about Jubilee. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to pick Salt. Just so that we're not both talking about the same albums because it talking at the same the thing, same yeah. thing, but um, the Jubilee one would be really funny because it'd be like I'll put in like those horns and then I'll have to cut in with I'll cut in the sound of the horns and then reaction rather than you going oh wow it's just you going man those fucking horns that's that's the way it's gonna sound but yes tired of the crater um, call me if you get lost I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. Um, because it's a fucking oh phenomenal. God. It's like, so good. Like, 
let me give a and I I know there's like you know like what's the word I, I'm I'm like you know the album's only out like a week today yeah I'm very aware of like you know recency bias and like you hear something new and it's like so exciting especially if it's from someone that you're already familiar with and you're like it's the next chapter in their stuff and you're like oh this is the best thing ever like King Gizzard all over that was my that was my King Gizzard was my other pick that I was deciding yeah. between but I was like nobody wants to hear me talk about them again. For the third like, month in a know, row. <laughs> that new, that, yeah, for the third fucking month in a row. Uh, but I would highly recommend if anyone likes, if anyone vibed with Tame Impala Currents, but also like something a little more like, like, like I don't know, strange time signature, like just weird sort of more prog psychedelic mm. sort of stuff. It was a, definitely give it, it was a actually my favorite. Songs, it was actually my favorite King Gizzard album so far, but I think that's because mm. it leads more but into my pop like, sensibilities. Like, I, um, yeah, it's a, I, I, I was a brilliant album. But Tired of the Creator, call me if you get yeah. lost. What did you think Tired. about it? So Tyler, I'll give you, I'll give you a little prime. Everyone's fucking aware Tyler is, but like you know, Ty, like got into Tyler, uh, you know. I, I, th- I think I was aware of like Yonkers I think was the first thing like that video and then the blow up of Odd Future I think I read about them in like some magazine or something or you know where I saw an article or so- like, who is this Odd Future Wolfgang killed them all what's that that's so edgy I'm into this mm. and you know I liked it but like I I I didn't like I liked it I think for like a spectacle and I, at the time I wasn't like you know fully like you know, I liked the lyrics kind of at times there was like a couple of one liners that were funny, but it didn't like, you know, it wasn't like emotionally impacting me other than like, this is edgy. No, no because I'm, I'm into rap. But, but Tyler himself would <laughs> say, early, future like, uh, like even on like, what's that song? It's a sandwiches, like kill people, burn shit, fuck school. Like he tells yeah, you at the beginning, he goes, yeah. uh, it's a fucking song. None of this is real. This is all fiction. And you're kind of like, <laughs> and you have that going for all of them. And then I always felt like when he was trying to be serious, you'd kind of go, oh, shit, he can't actually get personal. But they do it in a weird way. He always did it in totally. a weird way where it was in the vein of talking with, like, a make-believe therapist and stuff. So it was very hard to discern what was actually yeah, yeah. true, if you get me. Fiction. And, and tr- was... Or fiction or kind of... Because yeah. he is great at creating these kind of... Um, they're, not, they're not so much as stories... I know he gets onto storytelling in this, but do you know what I mean? This, Alter egos the, and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great yeah. at doing that. Like personas. Like he's like the the thing that like since, since Flower Boy, which I was late to Flower Boy. I think so I might have even Jesus. been possibly a year late to Flower Boy. I was very... Like, I was right after I, you because you told I, me to listen whatever, to Whatever, I just... I, I had dropped off of Tyler after kind of Cherry Bomb, I think. And I just kind of like, ah, you know, it, it didn't really do... Uh, the parts of it I liked, but like... Um, it didn't do much for me, and you know, I was kind of on a steady like. I just kind of moved away from that. I kind of got a little less out of, into, out into rap and like more into like your like my like weirder rock stuff, you know, mm. um, punky stuff. And and then Flower Boy, I saw him play at Longitude, and like I probably told you this before, but anyone listening doesn't know. Like that guy, like knowing in my head, I was like, I had a lunch break. I was working at Longitude. I I don't buy tickets for Longitude because Jesus Christ, like it's, it's too it's expensive. A, yeah. You know, there's some great acts that play. There's some great people that play, but like as a festival, it's just like you know, it's not my scene. It's not our scene. It's like it's finish the leaving sir. Oh yeah, we're, we'd be the oldest it's people disco. there. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. it's mostly like nineteen um, or eighteen. But, and and we're not even that. Like you know, but um, I was like, I'm on because I'll go see Tyler. Like I was like, I I you know, I I liked him when I was younger. I'll check him out. You know, I'll, I'll go see him. 
he was on the main stage. I went over and like it was just him on the stage, but like his energy was like you could feel his like positivity, and I was like so it was like the the jarring like subverted my expectations of like you know kill people burn shit fucks like and it was just like this like this is just lovely like happy music and like he's so sweet and he's funny and he's smiling and he's making me happy by like looking out at the crowd and like giving a genuine smile that's not like a part of a show he's just like really vibing and like really fun and feeling himself yeah on the bus home after that i was like listening yeah just listening to flower boys like oh my god what the why did i sleep on this for like eight months or whatever it was Oh my god! Um, yeah, and then so like Flower Boy was like this big, you know. He, here's a guy who's like, okay, no, I make art now. Like I make music that's like more than just pop. It's more than just rap. It's like it's considered. It's got a flow. It's got a story. It's got it's confessional. It's personal. All this stuff. Igor then blew my freaking mind because it like flipped the game was, again. That was my favorite album. Yeah, and as well, it just like it just so happened that like Igor tapped into so much music that I love. Like he was like embracing like soul funk kind of like you know r&b like all this stuff and kind of like a lo-fi psychedelic thing and like igor was like me the basis of me thinking like god tyler and king is would make a sick album yeah, you like, keep going on about that like i that don't think they would. Kind of, <laughs> i'm telling you man if you haven't listened to as much king as as i have i'll tell you that now yeah, i know uh, and uh yeah the the softer stuff they do like he could sample There's, they have a very similar way of like laying jazzy chords and stuff on soft stuff. anyway <laughs> and so Igor, everyone knows Igor. It's amazing concept album. It's story. It's like a little theater piece. Like it's just, it's great. Um, Call me if you get lost. Like announced a week before. Oh, my God. Like, Rolls Royce pull up. Black boy, hop out. Shout out to my mother and my father. They can pull out. MSG sell out. Fuck these niggas yap out. Whips on whips. My ancestors got their backs out. Two, four, five hundred stacks for the hood. Call me lumberjack because I wish a nigga would. Whereas you would like I, this the wish a nigga could face. They ain't getting paper like they should. Wait. Niggas ain't really on the type of shit he on. I hit Drizzy and told him I had a milli for him. All my company's full, told him to keep the loan. I took that gold bitch home, nigga. I was like, I saw the video and I was like, I was like, okay, this is like straight. It was so shocked. It was like, this is straight up back to like Odd Future Days, the the single. Uh, was it not Jugger Juggernaut? No. Uh, what's the, oh my god, I can't remember, I can't remember the names of any of the songs. The songs. Every time I listen to it, I listen straight through and. Lumberjack you know, was I enough. Was it like, not Lumberjack? Um, was the. Not, Lumberjack, yeah. yeah. Jung- juggernauts with Pharrell Williams and stuff. Yeah, it's a brilliant. And Lil um, Uzi Vert. Yeah. Call Me If You Get Lost. When I, when I first heard it, like, I was just smiling. The ho- it was like, I stayed up till 12 the night it came out because I was like, I was up and it was like quarter to 12. And I was like, I'll stay up and listen to Tyler. Uh, just, it's just so fun. It's like, it's like the, in terms of like things that are like, made in the pandemic and in light of like you know every like you know nothing everything now will be in a different light in not in a bad way but just like think you know it's such a big event it's like a world war ii event where it's like you know everything is going to be changed reflected in in light of this whole situation and and like this album to me it was like here's tyler and this it's i'm saying so lost and how to describe it it's just straight up a fucking amazing rap album a bit like a mixtape it's a bunch of songs that, like, I, you know, I, I haven't seen many people talk about, like, the things that I felt were the themes of this album. I'm trying to just give a brief over, but, like, Tyler is essentially, like, 
he's kind of on top of the world. He's really like living his best life. And it's like he's just channeling that into his music, mm. talking about his success, his his fame and like, you know, his hobbies, his interests and all like just like random. It's, it's hard to say because he's just, you know, he, he he spits so much bars and like, yeah, it's it's like it's just such a fun celebration of an album. And like the thing that I've loved about it is that like this whole call me if you get lost idea. I remember like the, the teaser came out like a week before. I was like, call me if you get lost. I was like, that's clunky I was like, that's a bit weird. Like, what is this on about? And and as they keep fucking repeating that in the album, my whole takeaway is like, this is Tyler not just having a kind of braggadocious, like I'm on top of the world like thing because he's saying, call me if you get lost because everyone is lost, right? You know, everyone right now is like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And still a year and a half into this, we don't know what the fuck is going on. It's grand. It's getting better. You know, we've got some shit on the way. There's light at the end of the tunnel. But like this idea of like, call me if you get lost. Like, here's a guy who's coming down from the like, you know, I'm a fucking A-list celebrity. And like, I'm here for like, call me if you get lost. I'll give you some advice yeah. is, is the way I'm taking it. Because like peppered throughout this album of bragging, there's like these kind of snippets and they're generally kind of cut off as well, where he's like, I got my my thing's doing great i got this you know it was a camp vlog now it's the best festival and like he's saying like all these things but i normally that would kind of grate on me but there's something about the way he does it and the way he kind of cuts it off or he kind of like doesn't take it seriously or is almost like silencing himself on this but something gives me this impression that he's like trying to give hope to people like you can do it mate like you can come up to my level like call me if you get lost you'll get here you'll find your peace you'll find your happiness you'll find your luxury which he kind of references a few times he's like whatever your hobby is that's your luxury man that's your that's your luxury which is like you know in in a pandemic is like that is a beautiful thing to say is like that's luxury like yes you may you have things that are shit up against you and whatever but like if you're really into gardening you know what i mean you can be on top of the world do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, but and I haven't. Tyler has always had what I always loved and found endearing about Tyler, even when he was rapping about shit that was clearly made up. Like I think in Radical, even if you go back as far as Goblin, he has the line: "He's like, don't anybody tell you yeah. you can't do what you want to do, you can't be what you want to be." And then he's like, "I'm a fucking unicorn," and he goes, mm. "And nobody else is going to tell me otherwise." He's always reinforced that idea, which is why I always was drawn to him, even when people were just like. He's just obscene and filthy, like because bastard and and you know there was like horrible lyrics in it yeah. in Goblin. But oh, the, he can be a fucking obscene, so, so obscene. But the guy was fucking what, like sixteen or seventeen when he made those. I said some stupid shit, but obviously, mm. uh, like I followed Tyler. It's funny they say that you dropped off a cherry bomb. I dropped off a cherry bomb as well. I did not like it. it was cherry bomb was it was mm. not bad. It was just it was okay. I was kind of like, all right, I'm. I'm going to go into, it's funny, you go into your punk and you and you went down that route. I went down the black metal route. But, um, like, I've been following Tyler. Like, I saw Odd Future in Olympi- in the Olympia, like, all of them, when I was, like, 16 or whatever. I've yeah. always thought, and I always thought he was a great guy. But I, I he just, it's yeah. funny, he has that positive reinforcement constantly throughout his career. It's great. And it's great to see him, it's great to see him actually be, like, I'm at a place that's great. And I completely agree with you. It's just kind of, like, but you know, but he's like, but you, he's like, you have to, he's like, anybody can get to where I am now if you just you fucking, can get, yeah, yeah, exactly. But not, not in a like, like a Tony Robbins, like over, oh, the top, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, a life guru. It's in a kind of funny way, in the way that Tyler does best, where like he means it, 
but he's also kind of self-aware and he's, he's like, like don't be a lazy bitch like, basically that's opulence baby that line <laughs> kills me it's so like it's like opulence like when do you hear that in a rap song opulence like, I'm out here scoring commercials movie soon we writing shows man life is fucking beautiful I done fell in love and the, the, the only flaw is my fucking hair won't grow it's been like two years and this shit like two inches come get lost with me man come 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 see the world when, when you get out there call me i'll be there and i don't take just like that i'm scared to go broke so i don't take none of this shit for granted it's opulence baby but it's exactly what it is yeah, yeah. like it's like opulence it's like just decadent like you know and like yeah he's he's just so funny like he's so fun i just every time i i like every day i think literally actually every day since it's come out i've Normally I read on the bus. Normally on the bus is my reading time because it's a good time for me to get like about 40 minutes and I'm one of the few fucking people who can successfully like it doesn't hurt my brain to read in the bus. I I like it. Yeah, um, I agree and that's what I've been doing out of time. I haven't read a, I haven't read my book in like a week because every time I get in the bus I'm like Tyler straight up and I just listen to <laughs> the whole thing straight. It's just so fun. It's got such a playful nature. Like the music as well. Like his production has just leveled up. Like I mean Igor like, had a very lo-fi thing going on. It was crunchy. I liked that because I like some lo-fi shit. You know, I like I like stuff that sounds kind of wonky, sounds janky. I love I love of, it in R and B and hip hop for sure. Um, I always think it. I always think it mm. works, bro. Well, it depends on the artist, but I love. I've always loved Tyler's production. It's always been stellar. And you're right on this one. It's particularly but like like, like Corso. <laughs> like because he hits he hits like Kanye like he hits Kanye West levels of like like sort of like bombast like like big sounding songs that have like a lot of like deep basses but like also interesting textures sounds that are accompanying like these like the the second song corso or kind of the first song if you if you can't the first one is an intro uh it's like it's it's like freddie gibbs for me like and it's funny because tyler like tyler's verse on freddie gibbs's song uh something to rap about like is a fucking like i remember that that song came out last year and i was like this is like this guy can rap and like I hadn't heard him do such a good verse I mean not that Igor had bad verses it was just like it was a theme so like it's mm. hard to like separate like a verse I mean you can but like for me like it didn't like no single verse left a lasting impression more than the whole album did Yeah. but on this like it's just like there's so many good and all the features as well he really brings out the best in the features like normally sometimes features can kind of be hit or miss for me on, on things and even on Tyler's stuff like sometimes I'm not so into them generally it's pretty good but like everyone on this it's almost like he's like encouraged this person to like bring out like the best performance yeah. and I'm, maybe I'm reading into it too much no you know, I think you're right I, I, knowing what I know of Tyler no I, like, I was just gonna say you're right. like, like uh, I don't want to ruin what I'm gonna say but there's two people on that album like I haven't heard Damo Genesis rap in a while I thought his feature was pretty great but I'm not gonna ruin it yeah. but the, the, one of the features on it is made me like that guy again <laughs> Oh yeah, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne's, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne's verse well. is fucking Dude. class. Like, <laughs> what's it called? Like, I can't. Hot. I, I have it here in front of me. I can't remember. Hot something weather or something. Um, Lil Wayne's hot wind blows. Hot wind blows. And you, because you said to me, you said yeah, to me Lil when Wayne's I met up with you, you were like, and you were like, you actually said because when I was oddly enough when I was buying the Japanese breakfast vinyl, you were saying I was talking about the new Tyler album with you. And you were saying, uh, you were saying like Lil Wayne's verse. I was like, Lil Wayne, 
Why is he even on that album? Excuse me, pardon me. The wind it blows so hard to me, like Mother Nature arguing about some baby father beep, and I'm stuck in the middle of the sandwich, like slaughter me. Got my middle fingers to the cameras, that's recording me from y'all to me. Stop calling me unless you're ordering. I'm on the beach, I got my feet out, and I stay on my feet. The corner beat, I'm on a deep route. Just throw the ball to me, thought all this lean would have me see now. You hadn't heard it at this point because it, no. it was the Friday that it came yeah, it out. Like, yeah, it had yeah, only yeah. just come out, and I'd stayed up all night listening to it, and then listened to it on the bus in as well. And then I listened like, to it on my bus home oh. from 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 buying those from buying those albums, and the Lil Wayne song because the Lil Wayne song I think is like, I think it's like track number five or six. It's early on, and then it, it happened. I was like, what the fuck? This is class. Like this is so good. Yeah. And, and I never like I'm not just singing about Lil Wayne's verse. The whole song is is stellar. Like it's just yeah. it's just a great like the jazzy the jazzy beat and instrumental is so good it's so alive like even though like he clearly like either you know took samples or like you know made it himself or whatever you know it sounds like a fucking live fucking band like it's such a good instrumental but do you know what I um, the whole album I can't like yeah it's kind of difficult like, to, it's oh. difficult to pinpoint a point to talk about like because I have I've I've heard it I've it, listened it also, to it a few times but um. When you talk yeah. about the beats, one thing that I've always noticed about um, Tyler, and it's it's through and through on this one because it's great to hear him spitting bars again. Because um, don't get me wrong, I like yeah. Flower Boy and I loved Igor, but like to hear him, but doing like proper. I proper, mean, he has bars on Flower Boy. I know he does, but like proper, like you know, like this is a rap album. Do you know what I mean? This is not, this is not an yeah, experimental. Yeah. You know, this is a, a, a through and through rap album, and. Um, but what I always loved about uh, Tyler, particularly with his beats, is that you hear like there's very few rappers who I think their beats are characteristically them as well as their their yeah, their voice. Yeah. So like Run the Jewels will be one. Like LP's beats are so Run the Jewels. Obviously he's in Run the Jewels, and like yeah. Danny Brown is another one. Danny Brown has very characteristic beats, but I think Tyler is one of the ones that you're like, yeah. you're just like that's a Tyler beat. And that's very characteristically, like yeah. it perfectly complements him. Obviously, because he makes them. But do you know what I, I mean? Like it's not. There's I no- have many half. Ha- I have many half baked music projects called Tyler type beats, <laughs> where I've just tried to like do his thing. Like so many, like uh, they've gone nowhere. Um, but yeah, he's he's he like to me. He's like I'm a big David Bowie fan. I'm a big like I'm a big. I love a songwriter who like just fucking doubles down and commits to their thing like and like tunnel visions in on an idea or a concept Mm. I love that and I love like like you know David Bowie obviously is like the most famous example of like you know he will pick a character and a persona and stick with it and it'll it it, you know it did affect all his interviews and everything but I feel like Tyler to me Tyler is just like the next step like I feel like in a hundred years like outside of our lifetimes and in, in context looking back the way people do with like you know history and whatever and draw the dots they're going to be like yes you had your David Bowie and then like they'll draw a line straight to Tyler which like most people alive now be like what the fuck are you talking about David Bowie and Tyler the creator but I'm like no 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 like there's like 50 years or whatever between them and kind of but it's the same sort of thing of like Tyler adopts a persona generally that matches as well it matches like the the kind of mood of the times as well yeah as well as himself 
so this one like Tyler Baudelaire like the thing I love is like he's like I'm Tyler Baudelaire like I'm traveling around and I don't know if I don't I, mean, I haven't read into like what Baudelaire referencing I've seen some people say it's like the secret of unfortunate events but I've seen other people say it's like the philosopher or whatever but I think for me what I took away from on the first listen was like this idea of like he keeps reinforcing like passport travel like traveling is great and everything and it's kind of like again that tongue-in-cheek funny thing where it's like that's the one fucking thing we can't do do right now do you know what i mean it's like and he's like reinforcing how good it is but again it gives me that like hope it's like oh like yeah i can't wait to go travel after this like i can't wait to go explore the world but even the traveling thing is like it's like because this album feels so much of like a summation of his entire career and like it takes a bit of every album he's done kind of in a lot of ways you know even like manifesto being like a very gritty and like edgy thing you know it's edgy but it's so it's it's come it's come out with this with this maturity where he's like you know he's really refined what he believes and he's articulated it so well little white bitch gonna say you need to say something about that you need to say something about black bitch suck my that ain't your religion you just following your mammy she followed your granny she obeyed master did y'all even ask a question just holes in them stories is it holes in your blessings yeah i'm bold with the message i know i ain't got the answer but i ain't gonna chill with y'all just to be a dance i'm a groove to my own drums sound like in my shadow baby move to my soul comes let them serpents rattle baby cracking light broke porcelain bitch we ocean deep if you just pour us in a portion of shit then people try to twist my view on some contortionist shit i had to reevaluate what was important and shit that down but shutting down the expected performativity of like you know you have to speak out about this you have to say this and like you know oh you can't say this and all this stuff which is like you know i don't want to get into political discussion but like Anyone that's telling is is silencing conversation. You know, I don't think that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I've believed personally. Like, I I I I'm a very liberal person, very left wing. I'm a fucking social justice cuck. Like, whatever you want to throw at me, but I don't think silencing people is good. And his response in that song, to me, it was like like I remember I'm, I'm, I was read Emma Dabry's book, What White People Can Do Next, which is a incredible. I was book. meaning to ask it, you what that book was because I was looking for a book to read. Um at the moment oh, i was man, meaning to ask you yeah she she is i she is i she's i i went out as soon as i finished it, i went out and bought her first book which i haven't read yet because i like to like read different things in between trying to you know i, I don't want to just read two of the same thing i want it to like let's yeah, sit yeah, with yeah. me um but basically that book we'll do a little tangent fuck it um you can cut this out if you want but I'm like that book she's she's so well read like she's so she's so versed on her like history of like social movements and like politics and everything um and she just kind of succinctly puts like the title is the biggest like the, of the book what why people can do next because it reads like a tweet you know that like you see that kind of hits you and go oh no yeah i'm a sinner because yeah, i'm bad because i was born white and you know but then the actual content of the book is saying like is 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 against that and it's like no 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 that all that sort of the, all the idea of like you know, race and division between people is bullshit, is a capitalist and a, a, a colonial invention of race to divide us and to s- separate, to, to to create more, to to imagine boundaries where there's actually more similarities than there are boundaries, mm. if you get yeah, me. Yeah, so yeah. she's basically sort of saying like, listen, like she, I mean, she she's, I'm, I'm butchering the book. It's an amazing book. It's also like only like a hundred pages and it's like, it's so easy to read, but so, oh, so articulate like as well. Almost. It's not like I've read some, yeah, totally. Like, but it's 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 basically saying like you know t- solidarity, togetherness, yeah. like the issues that we all face. Like, like you take you take the 
the the anti-lockdown and the I don't think she mentions this in the book because I think she probably write it before like that whole anti-lockdown anti like frustration with the government like at the at the core of it like what are the uh, factors in your life that you have issues with are probably the exact same as like people that you you think are the enemy mm, you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and really the enemy is somebody else hiding in the distance or well not really hiding we you know it is whatever um, <laughs> but anyway Ty- Tyler's song like just clicked with me the manifesto one because it was like it, as again it's 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 so pro like i'm like like just do what you do and like yes shit is bad and he he donates money he does what he can but like don't let don't put yourself in a cage or like don't don't let yourself it's kind of the thing that like it's actually do you know what thinking about it it's kind of the thing that Kanye West said that it was just said awfully like terribly like you know like slavery is in your mind or like it's a concept and it's like Kanye, oh, yeah, that's that not was, how you say the like word, yeah. there was a point that he was trying to make there well, you said, know what I mean? There was a point was, that he was trying to make that like Tyler so has bad. has nailed on this song where I remember he said, he said it so oh so bad, bad. he like, said just, slavery was a choice because if they were slave if they if they didn't want to be slaves they could have just left I was like Jesus Christ and there was a yeah, guy yeah, in like, TMZ who was black who had to actually shout at him going that's wrong and that is so fucking offensive yeah. and I was like when someone yeah. in TMZ yeah. is telling you that you've done something wrong and offensive. <laughs> like the biggest leeches of yeah. celebrity life going. <laughs> you know you fucked up. You done fucked up. Like. Yeah. You done. You fucked done up. fucked up. <laughs> I think Kanye lives off that though. He, he oh, lives he's, off, um, off he's saying a contrarian. the That's yeah, his yeah. whole like marketing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I just I, this album is just, I mean, if you like, if you like any rap, I feel like it's such a broad, it's like a, it's like Tyler's just hit three classic albums. He's just gone like Flower Boy, Igor, and this. It's like I I couldn't tell you again recency bias and all that, but like I could not tell you which one is my favorite. Like um, like they're just all so good in their own ways, and I'd never like you know, pref- like I'd never be like if I had to pick one, I just couldn't. I'd be like, no, I. You know, three. Um, whereas I couldn't say that for a lot of artists, especially not a lot of artists with like three album runs, like <clears throat> Idols, um, you know. <laughs> uh, so no shade, no shade. Just the, the last Ultramano, mm, not so. I liked it the first time I listened to it, um, and then re-listened to it. It's just like ah, lads, this is a bit on the nose. But it, anyway, it did yeah. Anyway, we want. Yeah. I, I don't want. I don't want to spread negativity, right? Yeah. It, it's uh, there's things I like about it, but it's not the I same like the as riffs. the first two. Whatever, that sounds <laughs> silly. Yeah. Anyway, um, I and the last thing I I don't want to speak too long about this. I mean, I f- could go on for you. What's your name? Is just like can I just every time I hear this song, I picture myself like in a crowd of people, just being like, "What's your name, girlfriend? What's your like?" Not in a creepy. That sounded really creepy. Jesus Christ, like Zach! You're not selling this at all. <laughs> I'm not selling that. Can we cut, cut, cut. No, but it's it's the name, there's there's something so like fun and Take playful about the hand. way he's singing this song. <laughs> yeah. Um. They also another thing to mention is like I don't know if you've seen the videos that he's been putting no, out I haven't for seen this any album. Of them. Oh, it'll take you about fifteen minutes to watch all of them so far. I kind of have the feeling he's got videos for like a bit of every song on the album. They're incredible. Okay. I hope I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it if he's directed. He them, definitely but like, did. One of them he definitely is like did. an amazing. He's always done his. Mu- he's always done his music videos. Yeah. I'm surprised if he passed the mantle to somebody else. The, like, did you ever see the music videos that he ejected for everything. Trash Talk? Even like Trash Talk, I can't remember what album it was. The, the like the hardcore band and like the extremely hardcore band. 
oh, really? on the are on uh, the Odd Future Wolfgang label, which is why when they, but they have this song called F E B N, that was like because like Tyler did his yeah. own videos and they're always kind of funny and all that kind of Karen, but he did one for a trash yeah. talk for F E B N. I can't remember the name of the album. I think it was something nine. It was great. It was a cl- it's a class album, but um, the music video is fucking so good. It, like it's such a good music video. Yeah. But he, obviously he's he's yeah he's. Fun. What was the one that he did for Flower Boy, which is like he's on a ship or something, and he's kind of. Uh, I see you again. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing as well. Yeah, the yeah, guy's yeah. just the guy's just relentlessly talented. Like he's he's just he's I like I I, I what's the word. I don't want to throw this around lightly, but like I consider my personal belief is that the man is a modern genius. Like he's just so I, for me. I, thought for I know I'm you said Jesus, and I was like giving Jesus gushing Christ, over this man. <laughs> exactly. No, no, good God, good God, no, not he's a, Jesus. a modern Jesus. Um, no genius. Like he really to me, he's like he 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 realizes like concepts, and also like this album doesn't have as much of a concept, but to me, it 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 like it connected with me in a way that like I feel is unique to me. Mm. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, I try not to look at reviews of stuff if I, for your podcast, like I don't want to like, you know, cloud my opinions of things and purify them. But like, I, I didn't see anyone like picking up on like the things that I interpreted in the album. But, yeah. Cause like, then it's not well, a genuine like, review. I, I know I, I could, I, yeah. Like, um, like it's again. And then the song Wilshire, which speaking of reviews, like I did watch the Anthony Fontana one because I was just curious and like yeah. so uh, you know I try to take his things with a pinch of salt because he's slated things that I love and I still love. I find myself and, disagreeing. You know, with him he's just more a dude. More. He's just a dude. He, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, but again, like I, I like he, he, he's very well articulate. You know, he's, he's, he really expresses how he feels about things, which I respect because that is an art form that to actually like, in in eight minutes or so, like sum up very clearly things that he likes or dislikes i generally prefer to watch ones where he likes things though i'll, I'll just if i see the yellow shirt those are the ones that i yeah. watch i'll just watch ones where he's I got hate a yellow him shirt slating an album because that i'm love. like it's it's it for yeah, some yeah, the, and i just i just I remember he did it for like he did it for health death magic which was an album that i was obsessed with and i remember getting kind of bogged down by his review when i was watching it. i was like why do i care this is someone's opinion. It's yeah, an opinion. Yeah. I was like, I don't give a shit. And, and then like, the other also, one was uh, Death Heaven's Ordinary Corrupt Human Love, which I thought was an amazing album, but I'm super biased. But um, I, it, but just he gave it like he gave it like a five or something or a four, and like most most people really? talking about that album were like, that's probably Death Heaven's best album. It's it's not. It, I don't think it is, but a lot of people were saying yeah. that it probably is their best album. Which is bizarre. Anyway, yeah, he's just a guy, exactly as you said. He has an opinion that's different what, to everybody else's. What's funny about like music reviewing in general? Let's get real meta for a moment. Talk <laughs> music reviewing. Um, something that I think, which I think is nice about this podcast, is that like we just talk about things we like, and I think that is valuable. Obviously, there's a space for a negative criticism because like you know there is, but like I think sometimes for me, like in in terms of music, like negative criticism, it's just like what's the word of albums unnecessarily negative like if if the if people don't like the album they won't like it you know what i mean like you like the negative review is not gonna turn people off liking or disliking you know like i don't know mumford and sons might get like a shit review but like i don't know people People are still gonna go go see mumford and sons i don't know (laughs) i don't know yeah i don't know why that was in my head but um 
I was gonna say about the reviews. Like when I the day the Friday that it came out, like I was like the Friday that it came out, I hadn't made up a decision of like where I rank this album or anything. But like there was like these two young uh kid like kids like maybe like 16 17 who came in and like and i remember kind of being like this where like you validate like opinions off of like older people that review <laughs> shit but like or, or like that or not that not that necessarily but like they they kind of came in and had this like i was chatting to them because they were buying some rap albums that i liked like i can't remember like freddie gibbs or denzel Curry. and i was like oh like and i was like cheer the new tyler and they were like yeah and they instantly like they didn't even talk about their like yeah, I think it's like his fourth best album. And I was like, it's and out like, like 12 hours straight away. <laughs> yeah, it's out like 12 hours. And like, they went straight into ranking That's it so as dumb. if like that was like, you know, like as if it was consolidated. Again, I'm not like everyone to their own and I'm not judging. But you with, haven't but, like, even had proper time to digest like, this. No, <laughs> like not at all. Like neither did I. I just knew that I wanted to listen to it again. That was all like, I didn't like, I wasn't thinking like, you know, oh, where would I rank this in his catalog and all yeah, this yeah, shit? Like, how does bullshit, it stand? Yeah, you know? yeah. I was just like, I like this music. I'm enjoying this moment. I'm enjoying listening to this and the experience of it. So I just keep going for that. And like, maybe in a year, I'll I'll think about that. You know, if I want to. But um, but I think it's funny, like that that idea of like like it, I I see it more and more in the shop. I catch snippets of conversation of like young. It's like generally like eighteen, sixteen was like ranking like oh that's like his that's like yeah it's like ranking all this stuff and it's like and like. It's like, I don't know. It's like, it shouldn't just be the ranking though. I, but I think it's like a... a, a I honestly don't rank... Uh, with, with When it comes to bands, I don't really rank them. All I know Except, is... Except uh, a Japanese breakfast album of the year. All I know... No, no, no. But when it comes to like, say for instance, like if somebody... <laughs> if so, say for instance, if somebody were to come to me and go, what's Charlie X... How would you rank Charlie XCX's albums? I would never do... I like, But I would be easily able to go, this is the one that I would highly recommend. And the same with like Death Heaven. I couldn't rank Death yeah. Heaven Death Heaven's albums, but I know which one's my favorite. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't go like, yeah. oh, well, this one's better than this. Wouldn't because, rank. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's exactly. like they're they're, but they're the fact that he had said fourth best, which is very specific. Like, <laughs> very specific. It's like you know, you he's know obviously what? thrown in like one of the ones before Flower Sorry, Boy, which like, what? I mean, I'm yeah. you know like Wolf and and Ballet, I forgot like, about Wolf actually. Like, but um, what age? Well, he was eighteen. I don't know. Like, do you, do you know, know? Do you know? Like, do you know? I, you know what he was he doing? He didn't have. He didn't have like. He didn't have signs of facial hair, but he had the like about the approximate height of maybe a full-grown human. But maybe he could have grown a bit more. But like, he definitely was like over fifteen. Puberty, had, puberty had struck, but maybe it hadn't settled. What he was doing was <laughs> he was doing what I did when I was sixteen and seventeen which was saying outrageous shit about music that you don't really know what you're talking about to make it seem like you do know what you're talking about, which is what... what Just like this podcast. Well, this podcast is basically that, <laughs> but anyway. But no, I used, to, I used to come out with fucking stupid shit when I was 16 or 17, being like, this is better than this, and no, this is like... And I was like, it was all... It was just, it was it just me being... A, it was just stupid. me trying to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm artistic. And I know what I'm talking about. I had a fucking notion what I was talking about. <laughs> um, oh, last thing I'd say yeah, about, about yeah. Tyler, anyway, I just try to get back on track because I really just got to get a bus. Is like the song Wilshire, which is why I was saying the Anti Montana thing. Like, like I I didn't give a shit. Like before before that, like when Wilshire came on and it was like I was listening to it and it was like probably like ten to one or whatever. That song blew my mind. Like, again, maybe. 
you know, I, I, I didn't hear it. I still don't really hear any like problems with the mix for me. It just works. I, I'm I'm accustomed to like a kind of janky sound off Tyler anyway. I suppose the rest of the album is so immaculate. Oh, I have and, like, heard really people well complain about this song actually. Is just the beat, yeah, the like, beat, the beat yeah. being like the same thing I, and 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 weirdly mixed. Like I did see people complain about it, but I didn't really notice a difference either. This is the story song. No, the story, yeah. yeah. I was just I was like swallowed up in that story because Tyler one thing that he does so well that I I I, I think I don't I don't know if many people have even thought about this I'm like I don't even know at this point like his this album is it gets very personal it gets more personal than I feel like a lot of his stuff has in a very honest way but like Igor for instance like when that came out like myself included I was just like this is a real thing that happened to Tyler like do you know what I mean like you know, not for, but like, I mean, I, I allow like an amount of you no know, creative, you know, Leaning cutting and changing yeah. the story up. But like, this is a real thing. He was in a love triangle or whatever. And it's like, and he's gay and, you know, he fancies men and all this stuff. Then this album comes out. It's like, oh no, he's bi. Like, he likes boys and girls. But it's like, he could be asexual for all I know at this point. He might just be a really good storyteller. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he might just come up with stories and just like go with it. Like, he might be a virgin and like, you know, don't even own a car, doesn't even know how to drive. He's just. To, to me, like as in as an example, like and Wilshire be an example where I'm like, I don't know if that is a real story, but it doesn't matter because it is real. It's like it fucking hits. But yeah, that's what. The, um, uh, it's not a situation I've ever been in, but something about it connects in a very universal way, despite it being really specific. Like it's an incredibly specific song, and to me, it's like a sort of short story, like like an ama- amazingly written short story in the medium of a rap song, because obviously, like it's not writing in like flowery language that like would work on a on a book format it's like in a listening to this following it in the present moment along with the beat incredible storytelling it's like a movie but that's what i would say like when you talk about tyler and you talk about um what's believable and what's not it kind of gets to point yeah. sometimes where you kind of go does it really matter you he's able to he's he's kind of been able totally. he's been able to hit you in a point that makes you kind of go oh Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, there's some exactly. points. Yeah, there's, you got so off, there's fuck. some points. There's so, and, and, the, yeah, there's just there's some points where it's just like, like it. I, I don't know. Like, cause sometimes I would like you know stories to be personal, but at the same time, it. What does it really matter at the end of the day? As lo- if it hits you, if it, which is what art should do. If it hits you in a particular but, way, it's done its purpose. I, I think as well the the point is, if it hits you, there has to be. I think. Not always, but I think nine times out of ten, like if it hits you, there's a part of that that is them, that is yeah, personal. Yeah, yeah. It may not be literally the story, but like there's something in there that's personal. There's some emotion or some feeling or some idea or something that has come directly from yeah, them. I suppose you don't, you can't create a. And if it hits you, it's real. Yeah, I suppose you can't create a story like that if there's not some semblance of, of reality in it. But yeah, totally. so but um, I, as well, I I like that that song because. To me, the like stark beat worked because the production I think is the best production he's done, and that stark beat like contrasted with like the whole like I'm amazing, I'm on top of the world, I got this, I got this, I got two Rolls Royces, like all this like stuff, and then that song is so stark, it strips away all the like you know this his his material like here's all this, the glamorous stuff I have, and it's like here's a fucking cold look like, not cold but like here's a raw beat and just a story. Mm. That like here's the thing that I really want though. Yeah. Like and that's I think he says that in the song like that's what I really want. I have this, but like I really want you, and like it's a sad story, but again probably f- 
fabricated. I don't know. Like, I, I feel know. like my, my gut tells me, like, nah, nah, he's just, he's just, he's just. I don't like, think it's a real story, you know, personally. Like, he's just. I don't think it's a real story. No. It's because it sounds too much like. But it feels it's, real. It doesn't totally. matter. But it sounds too much like the story that you'd use for, like, a yeah. short film. But it's great. But wait, the details, the details are so specific. Yeah. Like, all the little things that he says in it. Like, I can't even recount them because it's eight minutes long. And, like, you know, it's it's not like he's, you know, a lot of songs is like, they'll say a feeling in a sentence. And, like, that's great and all. But he'll, like, he'll set a scene in bars. Mm. You know what I mean? As opposed, and then the feeling comes from the scene. Like, yeah. No, it's brilliant. Yeah. Just, do you have any? Obsessed. I'm trying to think. Do you have anything else? Because I don't really have anything else to say about the album. I mean, if you like rap, stick yeah. it on. If you like any rap, I feel like from the like because I know some people are like I don't like the new rap. I like old rap. I like gangster rap. Whatever. I feel like it's just like it gets it all. Yeah, I I, like, I felt that it was it's like a, a triumphant. I felt sorry. I, I completely cut across you, but I I'm, I um no. I really think that it reminded me of like '90s raps that in '90s rap in that it was just yeah, yeah. all about lyrical flow. And that was the lyrical flow mm. and and catchiness of beats. I think, and just yeah, it's just a, it's just a great and also like the DJ drama stuff. Mm. Like I love it. I personally yeah, I liked so it as well. It I liked it as well. It 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 it, it the just hype man it shit. adds the, to me like it adds the party, the hype man yeah. shit, and and some of the lines are just really funny. Like I don't know, like there's something about a ladder and like. Yeah. It reminded me of like when I I, I saw Della Soul live, and that's that's what it came because you'd have you'd have a. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's that's what it reminded me of. I love I, I like I've been to a few hip hop games. Like I guess I remember seeing Freddie Gibbs, and like you get the hype man coming in. And I was just like, that's such an. So I was like, that's such an odd job. <laughs> the guy will say a line, and some yeah, guy behind totally. him go, yeah, <laughs> and the whole crowd is like, oh. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, yeah, I'm I'm trying to think how we'll finish up this episode. Um, I have a few. I have a few uh, honorable mentions of albums that we should that that I would like mm-hmm. to say are definitely worth giving a go. If that's cool. Wait, did you have any? Did you have anything else to say about I, the album about Tyler? I I I'm yeah. It's just amazing. I love it. Okay, well the 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 album that I love it as well. By the way, it's, it it genuinely is an amazing. Especially like I say for hardcore rap fans, I say it's like an absolute treat to listen to. But um, the, my kind of shout outs would be, I really wanted to uh, pick Thy Catalog, his new album Valstead. I think it's called Valstead. Uh, I think he's Hungarian for um, for this week, but it came out like four days ago. I just didn't have enough time to make enough notes about it. But basically, if you like like really experimental, like proggy black metal, it's really cool. There's no, there's very, li- there's very little yeah. harsh vocals in it. There's a lot of choir stuff in it. Um, like if you ever, if you want to, test out perfectly how they sound Sorelia is just a fucking gorgeous song but another one would be um, in terms of metal would be Bosk B-O-S-S-K Migration um, kind of like ambient oh. metal droney stuff um, it's really cool uh, King Buffalo yeah. uh, The Burden oh, the King Buffalo The Burden of Restlessness is I I will put my hand on her and say that I am really 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 not a fan of prog metal um, it just doesn't do it for me. This right. album is a prog metal album with like stoner metal stuff influences in it. It's class, highly recommend. And yeah. then in terms of just uh, like random albums, uh, the new Fucked Up album, I'm a big fan of Fucked Up. I think they're class. Um, really, really creative, hardcore punk band with like uh, 
horn sections in it, just like super catchy stuff. They're really, really, really fun band. But their their album Year of the Horse, uh, came out. I think it came out this this month, so that's applicable. And then a couple of other ones. Um, let's see what do we have here. I had them written down. Uh, Faye Webster, I know I'm funny. Haha, is really really good. Highly recommend that. And then uh, at what's another one? Sorry. And then oh, Pom Pom Squad, Death of a Cheerleader is brilliant as well. That's the other one. Pom Pom Squad, Death of the Cheerleader is really really good album. Nice. Baby Minds, do you have any? Do you have any uh, honorable mentions? Yeah, I'd like to. I've. Uh, like obviously Kojak's album dropped on oh, the shit. same day yeah, as Tyler's yeah, yeah. and and I would have been listening to that religiously were it not for the fact that Tyler dropped his <laughs> album and so I've only given it like I, I've only given it like one two listens and I really like it like it's it good fucking, yeah like from what I heard it's brilliant like um but I just haven't given it enough of a listen to really like have anything to, to say about mm. it you know um other albums there's this album I came across by this uh, woman called Cassandra Jenkins. Why do and I know that name? I would describe it as maybe I, I sent you a song or I might have and um, I would describe her like if Phoebe Bridgers was like just I don't know like more mature and had a desk job or something. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like she worked for a tech company. <laughs> um, really like, selling that us that kind of buzz. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, like it's it's. I really like it. Um, I keep coming back to it because there's something about it. It's it's it. Say like the Phoebe Bridgers comparison. Even though I I I don't think she's inspired by Phoebe Bridgers. I think she's her own person who just draws from similar like influences or whatever. But I just it's it's like very like soft, oh, folky. It's a lovely bedtime I've heard album, this. and you probably will fall asleep. I've listened to this. Have yeah, you? I have heard this. On, it was, uh, it was, phenomenal nature. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking up here. It was released in February. Yeah. Um, I have heard this. Was it February? February? Yeah, I only came across. Yeah, it like that's a beautiful. A that's a beautiful ago. album. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a lovely, lovely. album. It's really, 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 really well really recorded. Nice. And like, I love the like. There's a song called "New Bikini" where it's like, it's just like singing about like people around you trying to like big up you when you're having a tough time, and like it just revolves around like the idea of like get in the water and have a swim. It'll fix you. But like, the more I listen to it, I'm like. I can't tell which side of the fence she's on if it's like ironically like this isn't gonna fix me or if it is like like mm. but it's it doesn't matter it doesn't, matter, it doesn't yeah. matter what it's just, it's not a fucking like you know a manual it's just I just love the song um other shout outs uh in um I had one there what have I been listening to there's a new Parquet Court song which is oh. very fucking good. Um, it's only you can only listen to it on like this like li- save of a of a radio show. It's like a ten minute long, uh, not even punk song. It's like a kind of dance tune. Oh, but not a dance like a dance. It's like a slow grooving like New York disco no wave kind of thing. Not even no wave like post punk. Not po- like like discoy kind of thing. Like it's ska? just uh, like kind of dance, but dance influenced. No, like it's like a slow grooving, like discoy feel. Okay. But it's like a dance thing. It's just so good. I don't know. I've only list. I can't listen to it on Spotify. The al- the album's apparently out in like October, and it's only uh only on that that one radio thing, and also the album. 
Oh, so good. Obviously, the King Gizzard album is yeah, it's just brilliant. Like, it's obviously, no surprise there. Album. Love it, love it. There was something else I wanted to say. Uh, stumbling here, stumbling. Oh, Danny Larkin's album is great. Uh, Danny Larkin, uh, Irish, Northern Irish, um, singer, songwriter. It it's very if you like Lancome, okay. it's like it's like Lancome but less intense. But it hits similar notes of like, here's some sort of traditional Irish feeling music, but maybe a little more hopeful, mm. a little more, a little more, yeah, not not as not as intense or claustrophobic as okay. Lancome, a bit more open. Um, but that's a lovely album, really good. Um, oh my God, Cabin, Cabin, the parasocialite single from Adam McCabe. Oh, shit. Cab- Cabin, I actually haven't listened uh, to it yet. Phantoms. That song. I, I oh, haven't man, listened to it yet. So I heard good. it's really oh, good. I heard it. I heard like it's genuinely it really so good. good. Yeah. Adam was the, Adam like, was the, was it oh. Adam, Adam drummed in Brass Anderson's, wasn't it? Yeah, he's a drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never, Adam yeah, was the one that I've only met like once. he does everything on this song. Of, of, yeah, oh man. He does like, I think he does, I think he made the whole thing himself. I wouldn't be surprised. Because he was doing, wasn't he doing music So good. Yeah, I yeah, think didn't he produce, oh, the, he produced Brass so Phantom's good. album. Um uh, the the He he mixed their yeah, albums, yeah, yeah, yeah he, he did, mixed yeah. them. Um yeah, it's so good. Uh I highly recommend that song. I can't wait to hear more from Adam. Like uh it's it's like a kind of it's it's definitely got a sort of psych psychedelic sort of tame impala sort of lonerism vibe okay. to it, but that sounds reductive. It's it's just a Is great song. Is he singing song. on it? It's so good. Um, yeah, I think he's doing everything on it. I I texted him. He said he was singing. I was like, wow, what okay, the fuck? I'd like, like, no, no offense, to Ryan. Uh, like Ryan, I fucking That's love fucking Ryan as a vocalist. But I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know the guy behind the kit had like in him like Some that. Chops on also, him. a classic, a classic album. I would like to recommend. Last thing, Built to Spill. You in Reverse. I revisited that album. So good. So fucking good. Uh, indie rock uh, band Built to Spill. They kind of favor like having kind of longer jammy songs, but like just really tight guitar mm. playing. Kind of like if you like the Strokes first album, but also like stuff that's like just like got a nice buzz, like a, an upbeat energy. And yeah, so good. Built to Spill. You and if we're going to do classic album um, yeah, recommendations, just, I, I will recommend uh, Keros by Sepultura is 10 years old. Now, Keros by Sepultura oh. is no by, by no means a classic album. But uh, I I re-listened to it just out of well, it is for you. No, it's not even for me. Like it's not Sepultura's best album, but it's it's it's. I listened to it recently. I was like, this is a fucking unbelievable album, and like, just listen to it. Even just listen to the cover of Firestarter by the Prodigy that Sepultura do. Just even for that, what? oh my god, it is a mammoth of a of a cover. Like it's it's brilliant. It's so good. But um, I guess we'll leave it there because I actually do have to catch a bus. <laughs> yeah, you gotta catch, <laughs> gotta catch bus. that bus. Hope you have a mystery bus. Yeah, I get the mystery bus. Yeah, but uh, man, this has been so much fun as usual. Um, so fun. We man. Uh, we're good. We're two hours. Hit about yeah, two, two hours. hours. We're good. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> and there's definitely some cut. There's about twenty minutes we can cut. <laughs> definitely some cut. 
But uh, yeah, no man, I'm happy Satan. out, and Same we didn't. I didn't talk about Satan once, so it's been it's been a very successful podcast. No, <laughs> hail Satan, hail Satan. <laughs> our Lord and Savior. Uh, anyway, <laughs> and that wraps it up for this week's episode. If you'd like to take part, new tunes. Who join dis? The, join the Patreon, and we can we'll do our Black Mass every Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> um, what, what are we calling this series again? Hail Sorry, the Prince of what Darkness. Are we calling this series again. I just made that what, up at the start. New, uh, new music, new who, dis? who dis? And then who? New tunes, new who tunes, dis? who dis? And who di- who has to be spelled uh, H U? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's what we'll and that's dis, D-I-S. D-I-S. Yeah, yeah. That's what we'll call it from now on. All right. Anyway, man. <laughs> no, because it's better than monthly roundup, which is what I had to call a last. Which I called it last yeah. month, and I was just like, oh, I didn't want to call it that, but the episode had to be released because. It was nearly like four days after we recorded it. I'll make you a theme song. How about that? I'll make one right now and I'm kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do. And it'll be inspired and do, do, by Tyler the, Tyler the Creator. Do you know what I'm going to do for the cover as well? For the cover for this episode, I'll do a painting of Tyler and Michelle uh, that we'll use because we don't know yes. we don't know what salt look like because they're anonymous. Yeah, so we can, yeah. We, it just gives, oh, me, give it, it just gives me... It just gives me an excuse to... It just gives me an excuse to do a painting of Tyler and Michelle. Anyway... All right, man. We'll leave it there. That was fantastic. I'll chat to you later. <laughs> Thank you so much. Man. Love you too. All right. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yo, Barra. What are we talking about this week? New tune. Who did? What's good? Your new tune. Who did? Limited. Tunes we be fucking with Pharisee and it poppin' with the heavy shit You got Zach Steve, musical analysis We gush up at the albums and we don't stop Bubba Charlie XEX and I kinda pop I love it when I hear the sound of the needle drop Scratch your records and we skipping any small talk Shit's wild, yo But not really It's just two nerds Being nerds.